With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Night two of the opening of college basketball season. First 10 minutes of their opening game against the defending champion, national champion Virginia Cavaliers. Syracuse had two points. Not well, a lot, but they only held two them to points. T- but they held them to ten. Two points in the first ten but minutes. But I mean, the defense showed up huge. Two points in ten minutes. That's okay. Two points in ten minutes. Uh, Virginia leads that game at halftime, twenty-six to nineteen. We will update you on every basket on that game all the way through because you know Cusio. Really? <laughs> Yesterday we uh, you bowed at the altar of LeBron James, and now now today it's the Syracuse every bucket. Are you going to curse every missed shot? Yes. 
You know me. Because it'll look Come like the now. second half of that game we watched last night, you right? Know. Michigan oh, State, where there was yeah. a lid on, oh, on the bucket. There was, yeah, that was, if you like, I'm telling you, the beginning of college basketball season, if you like missed shots and you love rebounds, this is the night for you. Tonight, last night, these are the nights for you because you are seeing teams play better level of competition than they're used to. And so when you have two better teams facing off against each other, defense is going to be ahead of offense. There's not going to be a five-game learning curve of sliding into the season against also Rands and lower division teams. No, 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 no. We're starting off with a bang tonight. I just felt like we should have a laugh at this box score as it stands right now because your team's down – down six at halftime, okay? 25-19 the score. Syracuse in the first half out-rebounded 25-10. to 10. Yeah. They shot 25.9% from the field. Three, yeah. po- three of 14 from three-point range. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, Only three turnovers. That's the saving grace. You, you forced 10 Virginia turnovers. That's your great equalizer to keep you in the game. Otherwise, you got boat raced in every statistical category. Yep, that's how it goes. Yeah. Juice, yo. Buddy Bayheim, yo. Uh, meanwhile, another big night in the NBA. We have the big game uh, tipping off in about a half hour from now, of course, losing a little bit of star power, which we're going to get into. But uh, the blank you for the last five years revenge tour against the Golden State Warriors continues tonight with Houston obliterating Golden State 129 to 112. This game was never really in doubt once we got to the fourth quarter. James Harden goes for 36. Russell Westbrook has 18 and 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Every starter in double figures for Houston and for the Warriors it's just going to be one of those seasons. They may not win more games than the Knicks. I know the Knicks only have one win, and they lost tonight, and they're just quitting in games in the fourth quarter now. They may not win more games than the Knicks this year. I'll tell you what. If we combine the efforts of the Bulls and the Knicks in the fourth quarter, you'd have the invisible man. I mean, it'd just be ghosts on the court because they don't play. They just don't play at all. They're awful. But, yes, the let's beat up on the Golden State Warriors. And, by the way, the Houston Rockets, a lot of folks want to bury them. They're, they're keep wanting to put an octagon and, and wait for Harden and Westbrook to just start slap fighting each other. It's going to be a ways off. They're going to win a lot of games in the interim. And getting a chance to beat up on the Warriors, fun for everybody. Here's a telling stat tonight about this game before we get into Kawhi and the game coming up against the Bucks. James Harden had 36 points. He was plus 20. Mm-hmm. Okay, He played 35 minutes. Yeah. Right? So just remember that. James Harden, 35 minutes. 36 points, he was plus 20. Or really just realized that he played 35 minutes and was plus 20 for the game. Russell Westbrook played five fewer minutes than James Harden. Mm-hmm. He played 30 minutes. Yeah. He was plus 40 yeah, for the night. Yeah, that's operational efficiency plus right there. 40. This is what I mean when I've said from the beginning about this situation. If Russell Westbrook can reel himself in a little bit, play a little bit less reckless, have a little bit better shot selection, this is going to work out great. And it's still the first 10 games. The Rockets are fine. They're winning big. And then, you know, they're, it's not like they're two and seven, they're five and three. Everything is okay. But that shows you the efficiency that Westbrook had. Harden played five more minutes, and they gave up 20 more points than they scored in the extra five minutes that James Harden was out there. Obviously, there's different defensive combinations, but you can't ignore that in a game in which you're starting five, we're all big plus. Harden had the lowest plus at plus 20. Westbrook was the best at plus 40, and he played less minutes than everybody. Less minutes than every starter had a better plus minus than every starter. The efficiency for him is going to be the big key. Fantastic operation. Operational efficiency, although you'd like when he plays pretty reckless. 
Uh, I'd like Pretty Reckless. You know, that's one of my I just favorite bands. Toss that up. You like that right out there. there? You like that out there? We're going to hell. I had a conversation with a guy about the about Pretty Reckless. The you other did? Day. Yeah. What? You, like, who'd you? Just... I was standing in in line at a restaurant. Okay. Waiting to get seated. Okay. And somehow they came up. Wow. I have no idea. Okay. I heard Taylor Momsen's name referenced, and I just looked. I go, Pretty Reckless, nicely done. And then it became a, a discussion. About the band. It's almost time for a new, uh, new album. Some new music from uh, Taylor Momsen and Pretty Reckless. Almost time to go. Soon enough, buddy. Soon enough. Maybe a holiday gift for you. I don't know. Holiday, 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 holiday. So nice, you got to say it thrice. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. So big night. And yeah, like I said, Russell Westbrook, this is going to work as long as that continues for him. Now, the big game coming up is not quite as big a game as it looked. A couple of days ago. Yeah, it was sexy on the schedule. Bucks and the Clippers. It was Giannis and Kawhi. And suddenly it was, hey, here's a big showdown between a team that's going to go to the NBA Finals that I picked in the Clippers and a team that likely is going to go to the Finals from the East. The Milwaukee Bucks. You don't get many of these games over the course of the you year. You get two. You get two. Well, these specific, I mean, games like this where it's cross oh, okay. conference. I was just going specific. No, just yeah. that we get. Yeah, we, we, we get, literally we, get. We this get one twice. in L.A. and one in Milwaukee. We yes, literally no, get I, this I understand twice, that. And, and they, Kawhi Leonard said, "Nope." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the teams at the very top in both conferences. We don't get many games like this. But now we're not getting Kawhi Leonard because of load maintenance. They're going to rest his knee. And he is going to play tomorrow night in the second night of back-to-backs, but not tonight in a nationally televised game in which the spotlight would be all over the place with Kawhi Leonard's superstardom and Giannis. The NBA is not mad at the Clippers so far because they say they have followed protocol and he is, quote, an injured player for the Clippers right now, which is a load of crap because he's playing tomorrow. Uh, He is an injured player and the NBA is believes that the Clippers are in compliance with every sort of law and bylaw as far as resting players. Doc Rivers, Clippers head coach, talked about it earlier today and said, you know, we've got to protect our guys. Listen, I, I, I'm a fan of basketball as well, you know, not just a coach. And so I, I feel for that. You know, I understand that. We obviously have to do what's right by our players. You know, we have to. It's our, it's our duty. And for a fan... It's just, it's really a tough one. And there's no answer. There's no correct answer that I'm going to give you that will satisfy that person that you're talking about. Of course not, because it's ridiculous, because healthy players should play. And don't sit here and tell me that he's not healthy, because he is, because he's playing tomorrow night. All right? If he wasn't playing, that's one thing, but he's playing tomorrow night. You just decided to rest him the first night of back-to-backs. I'll tell you what's going to happen soon. Soon, no star is ever going to play in a back-to-back, and the NBA is going to have to abolish them altogether because they're going to watch, and their broadcast partners are going to be the ones that are going to complain because this is for ESPN or whoever it is, TNT, that ever had you know puts this game on expecting a big night, and then you find out, oh, the star, the reason people are watching is not tuning in. Those are going to be the people who are going to complain. Eventually, that's how it's going to have to go because the NBA and players have decided, you know what, Adam Silver is not going to do anything to us because the guy does whatever we want him to do. I've told you from the beginning, Adam Silver does whatever the NBA players want. It's, it's They are the most powerful entity in the league. So 
Back-to-back game? Yeah, we're not playing. And it's going to happen all the time. Don't play in a game that's on national television. Play in the game that's not on national TV. Play tomorrow night. Here's a game like this. It's a big deal for the NBA. He should be playing, especially if he is healthy. I get he hasn't played back-to-back games since 2017. But this is the game you play and you rest the night after. Gamesmanship as we go through. And eventually, it does come down to the dollars and cents, right? The fan for this evening, you feel bad to a degree, but... You knew when Kawhi Leonard signed that you were rolling the dice, that you were getting the 75% probability, perhaps that's too high a number, uh, that he would play in the game that you're attending. Right? We're looking at 60 to 65 games probably is what was agreed upon in terms of the whiteboard when they pitched him on coming here in addition to getting Paul George and all those other dominoes that had to fall. But certainly part of it was I'm going to have a schedule that I get to take all these games off. You get two in the first 10 games and you shudder to think is how bad it could get, especially if the team plays as well as they should be playing that suddenly guys are off on, you know, two-week cruises. Like LeBron James did a couple of years ago, right? Where he just disappeared. Wasn't hurt. Just decided he needed to take some time off. You'll see that again. Kawhi's just the first guy to do it. Many others will. But when it comes to to the next TV deal, does that become a, all right, well, we'll negotiate this based on the expectation that all the stars are going to play three-quarters of the games, which means for the playoffs, when people have to play, you're going to give us a bunch of make goods and better rates on our ads. I mean, is is that how this is going to have to play out? Yeah. Right. If it rates below this mark in, in this November game, because two guys decide they rather play video games than go go out and play basketball, that we get a make good on the other side. I mean, there's you know, there's so much that flows of, to this. And, and think about it this about way, battle, right? right? Because it's about a TV show. It's yeah. about putting on a TV it's an show. Entertainment, all right. Vehicle, exactly. Let's just say you are watching. Uh, let's just say you're really popular and you're watching The Walking Dead. All right. Let's say you're watching Walking Dead, and for the longest time, Andrew Lincoln, Rick Grimes was a star. Okay, mm-hmm. that was the case. You tune in. You see him. You like seeing him. You know, you like seeing him. Any, any TV show is your is your favorite. You like seeing the actors that portray the stars. It's like turning on a television show and knowing right before that, oh yeah, this this episode doesn't have any Rick in it. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have doesn't have your favorite star in it because uh they were really tired and you know they were doing a lot. They were shooting a movie, uh, you know, and they couldn't get back in time, so we wrote them out of this episode. So this entire episode is not going to have Rick in it, or. Again, insert your favorite actor in a TV show right here. The ratings are going to go down. People aren't going to. Oh, you, well, he's not it. Well, it's, it was a non-Rick episode. It was a it was a non-Jim episode of The Office. And use Michael Scott in The Office. I'm not going to watch it. That's the. This is a television show that is being put on. This is, forget about that. It's a game. It's a, it's you know, guys get hurt. Yeah, that's the normal flow of the season. But this is a television show, and this is where the networks have to say, you know what? You got to start giving us money back. You have to start doing things because we are going to project losses, and you're going to have to return this money to us because you are allowing star players to sit. And the guy who could fix this is Adam Silver. But Adam Silver doesn't like to do anything. He's not going to get in the middle of this because he doesn't want the players to get mad at him. The players all love Adam Silver, and they say to his face, yeah, Adam, you're great. We love you, man. And then behind his back, they go, this guy, we've just been pushing him around for the past three years. He does whatever we want him to do. Now guys are sitting out. They He has allowed the players to become so powerful that they and the teams make calls on things like this. This guy can sit. This guy can sit. No, we don't need to play. Now it's out of control. And 
healthy players are sitting all the time. Well, but we looked at it over the last 24 hours. You're getting doctor's notes now. And the league signing off on, well, that's okay if he doesn't play either. I mean, who was it? The the Looney report out of, of the Warriors, right? Warriors center Kevin Looney, who has missed the last six games due to nerve-related symptoms, recently underwent a battery of tests. Following the tests, we are hopeful and encouraged that the treatment plan prescribed for him will allow him to return to action in the near future. An update on his expected return to play timeline will be provided in two weeks. Right, that's the game you can now play. As long as you can pin it mm-hmm. to a quasi injury, and it d- doesn't mean that Looney's not feeling some ill effects, but yeah. go on down the line. We're gonna make sure that Kawhi Leonard's knee is sound. How do you? Okay, so he doesn't play tonight. Tomorrow he knocks knees in the first minute. Okay, you protected him. What are you gonna put him in bubble wrap? And just say, okay, you can't touch him. There's no longer any contact, and and just leave him out on an island as you go through. I. Trust me, this before, one's, before, this one's tough. And before the NBA does anything to fix this, they will. The first thing we'll say is we'll get rid of all back-to-backs. Now that's going to well, be the next thing. We're but that's rid the of only solution because otherwise, what you're going to have is every player is going to be. Well, it's a hammy. Ah, it's his back. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know what? That knee, that bulky knee. Remember, he had surgery two years ago. It's general soreness. Right. No, mm-hmm. but that. But that's the game you play if you're a player and the team to combat any of the criticism from media, from fans, and even if the league were to try to come down on this. It, it, you, that's the clapback is, well, you don't know how sore I am. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If we had a load maintenance night and you and I weren't here, that's tough. People expect to hear you and I every night. They get a little upset if, we had low if we're not here. Nights, it would be, oh, I don't know, a load maintenance Have you ever night. seen Twitter when we're not here? <laughs> I feel bad for the guys that are here when we're not here. Uh, so Kawhi Leonard sitting out tonight. Load maintenance, which already seems like it's becoming the story of the year, at least in the early part of the NBA. You know, every year you get that, you get a story that comes up that rears its head that's kind of unexpected and it's a big enough deal the first week or two that it becomes that story that continues sure. to to go on and on and this story will go on and on because more players are going to just be sitting because the, the NBA regular season is meaningless. Yeah. So people sit back-to-back games all the time. Healthy players sit back-to-back games and Adam Silver before he would do anything to tell players hey you should be playing is going to say well I'll get rid of the back-to-back to games for you. Oh great that, that, that just do whatever the players want Adam used to whatever the players want. Yeah, I think the biggest part of it is for the the Clippers, I'd understand that if the load management began after Paul George returned, right? So then you get to play that one or the other kind of game. It's like, all right, you're going to take a night off. This one's on you. Paul, you know, you you go Sisyphus and you got the rock on your back. Mm -hmm. And Kawhi, you get to take this one off. That I would understand. The fact that we're 10 games in and this is already the second one, I get it, the master plan. Let's not forget that they needed the Warriors to fall apart. Literally. 
literally not bad play, mm-hmm. not yeah. unforced errors, but literally to fall apart and rip body parts to win the title. <laughs> it wasn't just load management that made Kawhi a champion. There's a lot more factors that go into a season. So just saying, we reduced the risk of the repetitive stress injury by 0.0001% by doing load management. That's a bunch of... Uh, what was uh, Spano saying yesterday? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Easy. He was an NBA. Yeah, blankety blank this. NFL owner who was cursing at everybody. Well, I just wanted to channel him because that's how I feel about it. So that's where we are with load maintenance. And Kawhi Leonard will keep you updated on the Clippers-Bucks game with a little bit less star power. That's coming your way in a few minutes. Meanwhile, buddy, I'm sorry about this, but boy, Mitchell Trubisky, forget about seeing ghosts. This may be the most embarrassing story I've seen from a quarterback in quite a while. At least Sam Darnold was during a game he was under duress. How about you set this up, you tell the tale, and then I will knock this out of the park and then take a, a, a nice long lap around the bases. Mitchell Trubisky has not been playing well. I think that's a, it's a, that's a bit of an understatement. And there's been a lot of criticism of him. There's going to be people who want him out as the quarterback now. I'm telling you this much, this is his last year as a starter because the Bears are going to go into the offseason saying, we're going to go get your replacement, whether it's Tom Brady or Cam Newton or somebody like that. They're not going to go through this whole year, another year, with Trubisky hoping that he gets it because he's had three years. But forget about that for a second. This is your leader. This is your quarterback. This is the player who's going to get you out of everything. The one you're expecting to say, you know what? When things are going tough, I'm going to be the guy to get us out of this. Mitchell Trubisky is so focused on being a leader. Today, he talked to the media about having all the televisions turned off sound-wise at Hallis Hall where the Bears' headquarters are, where they work out. where the Hallis Hall, he wants all the sound on the televisions turned off because he doesn't want to have to hear people critical of him and the Bears. Trying to get some of these TVs in the building turned off because you got too many people talking on TV about us and uh, what they think about us, what we should do, what we are and what we're not. But they don't really know who we are or what we're capable of people or what we're going through or what we're thinking. Um, it's just the outside viewers uh, looking in. And uh, so, yeah, tunnel vision, earmuffs, and just come to work every day and try to get better and get back to what we know we're capable of doing. Now, whether this was extremely serious or just mostly serious, understand that Mitchell Trubisky, leader of men, Mm -hmm. quarterback of the Chicago Bears, Uh Lex Luthor, ruler of Australia, (laughs) wants the televisions turned down sound-wise in Hallis Hall because there's too many people critical of the Chicago Bears. Mike Harmon, the floor is yours. I enjoyed the Superman 2 reference. Very nicely done. Uh, Look... We talk about Sam Darnold and ghosts. This is a million times worse. I don't like even if he literally had his tongue protruding in his cheek, going, "You're getting this." This is all sarcasm. Uh, it still doesn't play because the criticism, and rightly so, is so bad. You look at Trubisky over the the balance of the season. Not that he's turning the ball over a ton. They're just not taking advantage of plays. And look, I've been very critical of Matt Nagy, perhaps more than any national host, perhaps more than the hosts in Chicago at times in terms of play calling and what he's working with. You're you're going against, just to take the Philadelphia game for 10 seconds, Tree Cohen is a matchup nightmare in space against linebackers, against most cornerbacks. You 
He finishes the game with two catches, and that that's it. That's it for the game. Yet you're trying inside runs on a guy that gets swallowed by any reasonable defensive line. So put that on Nagy. Hmm. But Trubisky, you could do the all 22s and find 10 passes a game. Like, why didn't he throw to him? Yeah. Or why didn't he throw to him? How did he take a sack on this play where there's one, two, three guys with separation? And the receiving core is not great. They're not world beaters. It's Allen Robinson and guys that are trying to step up. Anthony Miller. You look at uh, Gabriel, who had a huge game, but overall is a number three, number four kind of guy for his career. But to come out as your as a starting quarterback and to say that we needed to turn it out, we know what we're about, we know what we're going to Yeah, you stink. On the field, you're putting up zero points. You had five red zone opportunities two weeks ago, or was it last week? It all blends together because it's so terrible, uh, where you put up zero offensive efficiency. And so for Mitchell Trubisky, I don't know if he needs old school. That, that's the earmuffs reference. Earmuffs, or if, he needs, or if he needs Elf on 24 hours a day, Mean Girls, whatever's going to make him feel better about himself. Then turn it off. Try to put him in a positive, happy frame. Put SpongeBob on. He'll have to laugh at SpongeBob. And then you go from there. This is just. Turn it off. Sorry. Well, I mean, Squidward's kind of a downer, so maybe that takes you into a bad place, too. I don't know what's going to affect his psyche, but this is beyond embarrassing. This is really a new low for quarterbacks, and we've had a lot of bad moments for quarterbacks this year. You're you're supposed to be a leader of men. This is the job you have. You've been now in the league for three years. Mm -hmm. This is the middle of your third year, and obviously you still have no idea what goes into being a quarterback in the NFL because you're worried about the sound being up and hearing people say critical things of you while you're working out, while you're walking to practice, while you're changing, while you're in the locker room. I mean, come on. Take I it mean, as really? fuel and play better football. I mean, and the fact you, that he this says... This isn't a, a market you get to the, hide but in. But the fact Chicago. that he says, none of, none of those guys know anything about it, but we know in this locker room, then there should be no need to turn the sound off, right? If the guys don't know anything right. and you don't care about it, then why is it a big deal? Then it I mean, should be this, background noise, exactly. This is, this is what you want to worry about. This is the, the nail in the coffin for me that, you know what, Mitchell Trubisky, I'm watching you in your final weeks as Chicago Bears quarterback. I still had hope. A few weeks ago, that there were there were things that they could do with the offense. They hadn't done any of them. Remember the "I'm not an idiot" quote that I celebrated on Halloween with my makeshift Matt Nagy appreciation shirt. Yeah. Uh, all evidence is to the contrary. Up and down the organization, Ryan Pace has been absolutely silent in all of this for his uh, part of this Because he can't mess. tamper if he wants Brady or Cam Newton or somebody else. He can't tamper with but those just, guys. But not addressing any of the personnel issues that they're having. And yes, they've had a couple of injuries. The loss of Kyle Long on the offensive line is highly detrimental. But Trubisky's not advanced. You saw him. He played pretty well in spots last year. Mm. And even in some games this year, there are flashes. When they started rolling the pocket, which I've been yelling for how long? How long? A long time. I mean, <laughs> year and a half. When, when they finally do this at the in the fourth quarter against the Eagles, hey, look, there's an open receiver. Yeah, but you can how o- about we keep doing this? You can only go so long before you realize uh, we all right. We can't keep trying to wait for uh, four, five, six years before we have to try to make it happen. No, and absolutely. But it goes Eagles- back to me also for the coaching, though. Yeah, as you've got to recognize your quarterback's limitations, and obviously he's spooked by whatever's being said on, on media. I mean, look, we got the media sh- ghosts. I mean, what do you got? Six seventy. 
the score and you're all nervous about what the hosts are saying. Or maybe Mark G and Greco or somebody got on TV. There you go. Deep in Chicago. Wow, that knowledge. is a deep reference. Like Jim Rose getting yes. on there and criticizing you. I mean, is that what is that what he's worried about? It's like you're a professional quarterback. You've got guys that are six five, three hundred pounds trying to take your head off. <laughs> this is the like I said last night. You could be watching the end of Sam Darnold's run in New York. You could be watching the end of Mitchell Trubisky's run in Chicago. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Since Sunday... We have been paying attention to Baker Mayfield and how many times he shaved over the course of that 24-hour span. He showed up for the game, trench coat, still had the mustache, goatee, still had everything. Still had a beard. Still had a beard. good. After the game, didn't have it, still wearing the trench coat. Then had the, just the regular wispy mustache. Yeah. Why did he shave? Why did he shave twice? Why did he shave on Sunday? This is what we're asking about Baker Mayfield, because the Browns stink so bad. This is what we're focusing on with Baker Mayfield. Well, luckily, Mayfield, the quarterback who shaved twice, talked about why he did so earlier today. The quarterback said a Movember um, mustache, and the original thought for me, do the handlebars, I was undefeated before Sunday with the handlebar mustache, so I shaved it off because I didn't deserve it. Shaved off the handlebar mustache because he didn't deserve it. I don't deserve to wear a mustache. Is there a thing? Like, like I don't know. Is there people walking up and down the street, and I see somebody a mustache, and I go, you, you don't deserve to wear a mustache. I want you to Come go. Here, and- I got an Norelco right now. I'm going to shave that. I don't think you could forcibly shave somebody. Oh, I think, I think that I would I be can, an assault. If I, if no, if I, if, I, no, I do think you can actively no. question that. I can absolutely do you deserve do that. the grooming that you've done for your your mustache nope. I, I think we could do that if i don't think it's somebody who deserves a mustache i can shave it right off of them because we used to have a guy that was in here the the beard remember he had the 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 cool snidely whiplash kind of mustache mm-hmm. stuff i used to ask him oh yeah, what are you yeah. Doing? whatever happened to him? he wins contests with that oh okay he's still on radio he's still doing some other things oh okay but, i remember that guy but, uh, yeah it's like but, having raleigh fingers kid work here but yeah so i used to say you know what what, what do you need that for like what's just trying to be you an don't educator. deserve you don't deserve to well, it's like taking, taking stripes off your shoulder you you're busted for conduct unbecoming that's right you're busted down to a private i mean you Tyshirt don't deserve, deserve those bars anymore well no Ty, well no Tyshirt, yeah. well that's a hot take you know he's in his 20s he still thinks he's a rebel you know so he's got long hair but then he turns into a man bun like he's Zlatan and it's, it's kind of tough for him I, I think he goes out and tries just, to claim no, no. he's Zlatan he's just confused about his identity he doesn't know who he wants to be yet you he's know what's still weird to I get out. Ryan Gosling a lot I don't really? know why yeah I don't know okay. why you get Ryan like, more like, no it's just like I feel like I'm more like a Zlatan since I have the European mustache and everything when I grow it out so alright 
Yeah. In other words, it hasn't filled in. Yeah, that's still well. wispy. It's still like when, you know, the, and those are always the girls. Those are always the guys that girls went for in, in high school. Like the younger girls went for like the guys a grade above or two grades above because they could grow a little bit of a wispy mustache. And I think you, the rule was in high school, if you could grow a wispy mustache, you had to wear a denim jacket, right? <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't go with anything else but a denim jacket. And you had to have your hair done up really high, right? You had to have that men, that high male hair up pretty high. You had to wear a denim jacket. You had to have buttons on it. You had to have the doors or Megadeth or Metallica patch on it. You weren't allowed to do your work. You had to sit in the back. You had to, you know, you had you had to be back. You had to go outside with all the with all the uh, all the stoners, right? You outside that. Those were the girls. You had to wear boots, right? You had to wear bleached jeans. That was the rule. If you had a wispy mustache, you hated in high all school. these people too. Oh, I, I hate you really feel. I hated those people. I went to school with all of those people. Couldn't stand them. What they do to you? Couldn't stand them. They steal your girl. Because all the girls are like. Hey, you know, I'm I'm a nice guy. I'm I'm smart. I'm I'm funny. I hey. mean, I'm only I'm only five one, but <laughs> hey. you know, hey, I, yeah, I'm fun. No, I want to get the guy who doesn't talk, that has a mustache, that smokes cigarettes, and is going to fail out by the third semester. Oh yeah, go ahead, go go with him. That's great. Yeah, go with him. I think everything but that last part she did say. <laughs> no, I think all those guys failed out in the semester. I think, well, I think they I mean, all did. They all did. Yeah, but in the interim, they had a pretty good run. Yeah, and well, all yeah. The ladies were certain. Hey, you know, I had that 18 month run back in 92, 93. Tell me you don't uh, know a bunch of guys that good. had that. I saved money on hats, too. You know, am I allowed to go back to uh, reunions if I didn't graduate from that? I mean, I didn't graduate. I mean, I was gone by like middle of sophomore year, but I was a legend. Well, you can go as a Everybody guest knows of somebody. Me. You can go as a guest. You know, I, I Did peaked. that guy really graduate? No. I peaked at 15 and a half. He's come back for unfinished business. What'd you do after high school? Where's well, the I, science teacher that got him kicked out? I didn't graduate. So what do you do now? I drive a truck. I actually, I started driving a truck for my dad's friend right out of uh, when I was 17, as soon as I got a license. Wait, are we talking really driving a truck, or are we going mob movie? No, 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 like around town, like, like I'm dropping around off. around in Goodfellas I'm, with no, no, no. cigarettes. I mean, like I'm crap. dropping off produce, you know, at, at various small markets. Okay, that's a legit and, job. Um, you know, I'm, I'm bringing pallets from one grocery store to another. That's a, good, driving, that's a good, I mean, you might be in a union. Driving a truck. Drive a truck. Drive a truck with my dad's friend. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Well, gig. there's plenty of room in the back okay. once you've emptied all your load for the day. I, I got $8 an hour. It's uh, it's feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good about that. I just have long hair. Leave it alone. <laughs> Not how I thought this conversation was going to go with Baker Mayfield. It's all Baker Mayfield and a mustache. Fault. But, I mean, but yeah, look, yeah, we, look if you felt the need that you got to shave twice because you did deserve it. The quarterback <laughs> always shaves twice. I mean, I didn't you deserve. Only shave twice. I didn't <laughs> or so it seems. This is how ridiculous things are in Cleveland right now. <laughs> that this is what they're talking about. This is what's making. It's like, better hey, than talking about the. On-field product, Are oh, you which is awful. Me? Oh, it's terrible. But this is but this is where you're at right now because the season is over. So we're talking about why did Baker Mayfield shave twice? If the season wasn't over, it would be what's wrong. But now it's okay. You know what? We we got as much entertainment as we could out of the Browns until the next tweet by Odell Beckham or Baker Mayfield has a fist fight with a reporter or Freddie Kitchens throws his headphones at someone. Uh, we, we we just have to go with the fun stuff, right? We're done. Well, the season's over for them now. <laughs> Sandy uh, chimes in on Twitter. That must makes him look like one of the dads on South Park. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Load management night for Kawhi Leonard. It is the Bucks with the 11-point lead at halftime, 70-59. to Boy, speed some kind of game if Kawhi was playing. But well, I mean, I saw him as a ghost figure, like he was one of those shadow dudes in Star Wars. 
<laughs> He's smiling, standing on the sideline and waving. Wipe them out, all of them. <laughs> uh, but we'll have more on the NBA coming up a bit. We have some crazy NFL stories to get to. And normally, uh, our next guest has a specific walk-up music. But since now, he has uh, had the big announcement, leaving Sports Illustrated. He is now an investigative reporter for the Washington Post. Let's have some good investigative reporter music ready. For Robert Klemko. This is your new music here, Robert. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Congratulations, sir. So now are you going to be very like, excited about it. Are you going to be jumping out of bushes to talk to Daniel Snyder? Is that what it's going to happen we now? We want to know. <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot of more of the same, just uh, not so many uh, games and, and locker room situations. All right, but you're still, but you're mainly have a, a focus on sports, and it's going to be long form stuff, and and we can expect to see you in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving from NFL to kind of sports at large, and and anything we deem worthy of uh, investigation. All right, I, now you like the music because we're going to use that music from now on. I like on. that. Yeah, I I love it. All right, very good. And then whenever you can't tell us something, just say I can't. That that's that's secret. Can't, we're can't talk about it. Sorry. It's secret. It's secret. Got to protect my source. Like, did you know? Did you know on Sunday that Baker Mayfield was going to shave like seven times? Like, did you know that? And you couldn't say anything. You know, I um I've done that before, but it was on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I've shaved, multiple outfits. I've shaved twice in a day before. I, I like yeah. waking up at the end of the day like, wow, boy, I, I got to shave again. And sometimes you're just not feeling the first shave. <laughs> well, there is always the wolf man effect. Boy, that is I mi- true. Yeah, no, you miss a little spot. I go, boy, I, I got to do that again. Luckily, you get the, the you know the next day to do it. You're like, ah, oh, I missed that spot. Well, that- some folks don't get lucky enough to get that next day, Smith. I, I, I gotta, mean, I gotta clean. you got to take care of it and be clean at once. Wow, that's dark. That's really dark. <laughs> some people just don't live to the next day. Don't have to worry about shaving anymore then. That's, that's how true. it goes. <laughs> hey, uh, this is where we're at now with the Cleveland Browns, where it's about why did Baker Mayfield shave twice in a day? The, the comments the past 24 hours out of Cleveland have all been much more muted and solemn as they look for answers. Is there any way they can turn this around? You know, I don't see it right now. Um, I think they have investments to make across the board, especially in the offensive line. Um, I don't know that Freddie Kitchens is is long for this job. You know, I think the doubts about him in terms of inexperience and and leading a group of 53 uh, when they promoted him were valid. I mean, this time a year ago and a couple weeks and change, he was a position coach. And now he's a head coach in the NFL, and that's a that's a huge adjustment. You know, I, there were there was a lot of hype around the Browns, but there was also a minority of really smart people who were like, I don't know if this is going to come together as quickly as everybody thinks. All right, so I'm going to take you to a tale of two quarterbacks not named Baker. Which is the worst offense? Being caught on the sideline saying that you see ghosts. Or having someone walk around with the long hook to turn down the volume on every television because the <laughs> criticism is too loud. You know, um, I don't think it's odd that Trubisky wanted that. I think it's odd that somebody else didn't do that for him. That it wasn't a, a coach who said, you know, maybe we don't need to watch NFL Network on, on every television today. But it's always very interesting to me, like, what teams choose to put on TV. I know the Broncos had, like, when Peyton was there, they had CNN on at times. Um, and then after he left, and I think actually towards the end of his run there, it was um, just the game film from whatever the last game was. Uh, just re- or, or not, not the last game, whoever the next opponent was, just on a loop. So it's uh, it's I, you know what I, I'd read a story about 
what teams choose to put on television in, in, in all 32 locker rooms. But, yeah, I think it's weird that Mitch Trubisky is the one getting, <laughs> getting pinned with that, uh, with that call. But to answer your question, I think it's worse to be on a mic when you know you're on a mic and say you're seeing ghosts on the field. <laughs> See, I was going to say the opposite because I'm looking for one positive things for the Jets, but two, at least that was in game. This is Mitchell Trubisky, leader, trying to help figure out a way out of what's ailing the Bears, and it's you know what? I, I don't think I can hear criticism from guys, uh, so we got to turn the televisions down. I'm like, real? That, that's where you're. At? That's your solution? Hey, we got to make sure that people aren't hearing whatever uh, Charlie Casserly is saying about us on television at that point when they walk to the bathroom. <laughs> You know, guys are different. You know, some some players use that kind of stuff to fuel them. You know, they want to hear that stuff always. They want to be doubted. But this is a different generation. I mean, these kids were born, you know, 1996, 1997, 98. I mean, I, I can't even pretend to understand them. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. On the line with us, former SI senior NFL writer and insider, now investigative reporter for the Washington Post. It's Robert Klemko. Find him on Twitter at Robert Klemko, K-L-E-M-K-O, the surname. Uh, Send him congratulations and ideas for stories of which locker room uh, he needs to sniff around. Uh, One that we're looking at and have our eyes on, uh, the practice field, Patrick Mahomes. He was moving around last week. Everybody was getting all excited uh, and then he didn't show up and that's fine because um, Mr. Moore took care of business once again. But it looks like Mahomes back. Any fear? I mean, I I kept hearing the 21 days. Well, that takes down the recurrence probability by this percent. I'm still a little nervous that this might be too soon. You know, I'm not. You know, I I think you'll see a different game plan where Andy Reid is trying to get him out of situations where he has to extend a play or design plays where he has to roll out one way and try to get a lot of quick strikes. I think you'll see a muted Chiefs offense for that reason just because they're being precautious and, and you'll see them lean on the run game. I don't think that they would put the best player in the NFL who's, you know, in, in the prime of his career in his third year out there before he was physically ready to do it. But I do think you will see a change in the way that the Chiefs uh, attack defenses, at least for a couple weeks. All right, halfway point, we're here, Robert. What's the most surprising storyline to you of the NFL season? Something that, boy, if, you had, if someone had said it to you beginning of the year, you would go, oh, there's no way that's happening in week eight, week nine. If you told me that the 49ers would be undefeated, I would say, okay, so Jimmy GQ is playing really well. You know, <laughs> he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Their defense, you know, made a big jump, but it looked like they were headed that way. I mean, they were 32nd in the league two years ago, 13th or 14th, I think, in the league last year. So it looked like they were really improving, but I would say Jimmy came back really strong from the injury. And he hasn't. Uh, you know, he's he's passed the ball fewer than a uh, fewer times than 21 or 22 other quarterbacks in the NFL. He's got a high completion percentage, but he's got eight picks. There's just nothing special about the way he's playing. But what they've done is they've run out, you know, 21 personnel, two running backs, and a tight end, like it's 1994, and they're just running the ball down teams' throats and capitalizing when they have to play action opportunities. It's it's really pretty special to watch. I mean. If, if I'm voting for coach of the year right now, it's Kyle Shanahan, no question. 
I like that you went coach of the year because I have to go on the other side. Uh, the sword of Damocles. We You already mentioned Freddie Kitchens. Uh, one or two other coaches that might be uh, feeling the heat as we go into the second half of the season? Yeah, you know, I think Freddie is definitely on the hot seat. Um, I think probably Titans management has to take a look at Mike Vrabel, um, but I know that he has the confidence um, of that locker room. You know, I, I, I get a weird feeling that this year there's not going to be as many coaches fired in previous years just because there's so many young quarterbacks playing, so many quarterback injuries. And, and all these coaches that are struggling in several cases can go to management at the end of the year and say, look, I can't do anything with the backup quarterback. Team loses confidence. There's too much importance laid down on that position. So I need another shot. You can follow him on Twitter at Robert Klemko. That is at Robert Klemko. With the new music and everything, formerly a Sports Illustrated now, sports investigative reporter with the Washington Post. Pretty soon he's going to call in and say, I can't tell you where I'm calling from. They're going to trace the call. Or I'm just going to show up and, and jump out from behind your desk. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> Dude, thanks so much, man. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great one. Thank you, guys. Be good, right. Robert. See ya. Great stuff there from Robert Klemko. Aha! I've caught you. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 